Welcome to the Achieve Results Nutrition and Wellness Podcast, the ultimate guide to feeling and looking your best. Join me, your host, as we embark on an exciting journey to discover the power of nutrition, exercise, sleep, recovery, and mental performance. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted as we uncover the secrets to unlocking your full potential and living your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast, a wellness warrior, or just looking to improve your overall well-being, this is the podcast for you. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to elevate our performance together. So we're going to talk about my top 10 favorite foods that you can incorporate into your diet today. And I'm going to give you the reason why I love them so much, obviously. And I'm also going to talk about how you can incorporate them a little bit easier into your diet. So I will say this. Right off the hop, the easiest way to incorporate all these foods into your diet is to go to the grocery store and buy them and eat them, all right? (laughs) So I know it sounds crazy, but sometimes we just got to do what we got to do. And I think in terms of a lot of these foods, sometimes it's easy to say, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't know, I've never tried that, it's a little bit whatever. We got to have an open mind. When it comes to our health, nutrition, our energy levels, to our ability to burn fat and build muscle and look the way we want to look and feel the way we want to feel and function the way we want our body to function, excuses aren't going to do it. These are all just staple foods that should be in everybody's diet that are readily available and we should be consuming them more often. Just as a heads up, I've got fish on here and I know people are gonna say, oh, I don't like fish, I don't know. These are things that we need to start to learn to incorporate. And I'll be totally honest with you, quick little story. When I was growing up, I loved chips. (laughs) I loved Slurpees. I I ate a lot of nachos and cheese that I would make in the microwave for myself with a bag of Tostitos and some shredded cheese. I loved, my mom would buy these gigantic family packs of taquitos, frozen taquitos. I would throw those in the oven. My parents also did cook some really good meals, a lot of chicken and rice and some veggies and things like that. My dad's famous porcupine meatballs I used to love. But what I'm saying here, whole point of this is that I didn't grow up loving vegetables and fruits and eating this super healthy whole food based diet. I was a regular kid, just like everybody else. I grew up on a lot of junk food, loved candy, loved sweets, loved sugar. We used to drink a lot of soda, all those things. And then essentially what happens is I started to realize, hey, these aren't the best thing for me. For my goals as an athlete, for my body composition goals, for my health, for my wellness in in general, right? And I was lucky. I started to understand the value of this at an early age, around age like 21, 22. And I started to make some adjustments and I felt the difference. And once I felt the difference, then I saw the difference. My energy levels went through the roof. Felt amazing all the time. I felt like nothing could get in my way. Like I could just breeze through a day, no problem, no energy issues, no nothing, just crush the day. And then the body composition started to follow that. I was physically active, I was going to the gym, I was feeding myself properly, I had elevated my nutrition, and now the body started to change with it. And once those two things happen, then I don't give a shit what it tastes like. I'm gonna put it in my mouth, I'm gonna eat it if it's good for me. So then I started to include a lot more vegetables, and started to include a lot more fruits, just really pay more attention to the quality of the food I was eating. I quit drinking extra large Tim Hortons hot chocolate every day at my coffee break and having one or two donuts, things like that. 
and things started to make massive adjustments. I will say this, we gotta be open-minded. None of this stuff is game-changing. None of this is gonna blow your doors off and you're gonna say you had no idea, but it is important that we commit to the goals. And essentially the goals have to take precedence over the wants sometimes. I always say that, you know, always start, you got two buckets. You got what you need over what you want. So always focus on what you need first and then pair that with a little bit of what you want and you're gonna be going in a much better direction. Most people go through the day, what do I want, what do I want? You might think about what you need. Maybe not, depending on where you're at. But so that we gotta flip that, all right? So with that being said, let's get into it. My top 10 favorite foods that I incorporate in my diet and I always recommend for my coaching clients, I build out meal plans for everybody. I do customized calories, I do customized macronutrients and I do personalized meal plans, all right, to get people started and help people understand the, the structure and the framework of how to create essentially a proper diet for themselves or a proper dietary structure, I call it, because the food necessarily doesn't matter as much as the structure of the meal, if that makes sense. So these are the things that I'm always recommending to my clients and these are the things that we're doing and we're getting pretty sick results with it. So I'm gonna keep doing it because it works really well. So here's how you can grab some of the top 10 foods that I'm going to be putting on the meal plans that I build for my clients right here. Red meat, all right? That's gonna be number one, believe it or not. Red meat is one of those things that's a little bit controversial. It gets a lot of love in some corners and it gets a lot of hate in other corners. But I do think in terms of the quality of the protein, you're not gonna do much better than red meat. And the point of that is that I'm a huge chicken guy, turkey, white meat, lean meat person, but there's just more nutrients in a red meat. The key to this is to make sure it's a lean red meat. The one caveat to this is that I'm not super keen on people ingesting a ton of saturated fats from animal sources. So if you're doing a lot of fatty steaks and things like that, that's not what I'm recommending here. I'm recommending leaner sources of red meat. So I'm recommending like a 96 foreground beef, a ground bison. If you can do elk or deer or anything like that, those are super lean. If you wanna do bison steaks or a, like a filet or something like that's very lean and has the fat all trimmed off, aim more for that stuff. The more protein we can get, that's what we want. We want the proteins from the red meat. We don't want saturated fat. So if I have a super marbly steak that's like half red meat and half fat, that's not what I'm aiming for. I'm aiming for something that's very nice, deep, dark red, not a lot of white in there, not a lot of fat that can be seen so that I can get all the benefits of that red meat and all the nutrients that are gonna come with that. The main nutrients that are gonna come with that red meat and the reason why I do love it so much as a protein source is iron and B12 are the things that are gonna provide energy to your body. If anybody's ever low energy with me, like the first thing, I've had so many people come to me and they're like, oh man, I just feel like sluggish all the time. I'm lethargic. I just feel like I don't have any energy ever. And that's always the place I'm gonna start. It's like, all right, like how often are you eating red meat? And a lot of times this is females, right? I think females are a little bit more like less likely to eat a lot of red meat. Not always, but just in, I, I think in general, at times like females or women, you guys do avoid steaks and red meat a little bit more than men do. Obviously with periods and things like that, you're losing blood, right? Iron becomes super key for you guys. The iron intake is huge. If you're low on iron and you're low on B12, you're 100% going to be low on energy. You're going to feel like shit. So that's usually one of the main things I'll have people work on. If I get uh, people coming to me and they're low in energy, then we incorporate some red meat so that we can get this high quality, really nice bioavailable, or it's easily digested by the body the iron and the B12 as well. You can get iron from plant-based sources, but it doesn't digest in the body the way that animal-based iron does. So a plant-based source of iron is only about 3% bioavailable, meaning that you're only gonna soak up maybe 3% of that iron that you're ingesting from plants, right? 
with animal-based sources of iron, they're a lot more bioavailable. So you will actually digest and absorb a lot more of that iron and it can then be utilized within your blood to carry around oxygen throughout your body. Obviously that's what we want. And same with your B vitamin, your B12, that has a lot to do with your ability to carry oxygen around in your blood and things like that as well. So we wanna make sure that we're taking care of that first because that's gonna be that energizer. The easiest way to increase energy levels if you've been feeling down in the dumps or whatever and you're not consuming a lot of red meat and potentially have an iron or a B12 deficiency, that's the place to start. All right, salmon, number two would be salmon. All right, salmon just for the omega-3s. All right, I love the omega-3 fatty acids in salmon. Again, it's a really high quality source of protein. It is a little fattier, but it's a really high quality source of fat. So those omega-3s are great for your brain. They help reduce inflammation and they promote heart health. So those are all things that we want. Everybody wants less inflammation. It's a huge uh, buzzword right now. Nobody wants to be inflamed. We can do that. We can help uh, manage that by eating more salmon and, and omega-3 rich foods. We're also going to support our brain health. We're also going to support our heart health with that. So it becomes massively important. Nice animal-based source where you're getting a complete protein. And then we're going to take advantage of all the things that protein is going to do within our body for structure, for function, increase our metabolism a little bit doesn't really get digested and absorbed and stored in fat tissue so we can eat a little bit more protein and not have to worry about that being stored as fat all these great bonuses and benefits and another cool thing about salmon is it's got vitamin d all right so vitamin d is something that's hard to get from the diet the fact that we can do that with a high quality protein source is really important and that's going to help with calcium absorption bone health immune function all these different things white fish and other lean proteins like other lean white proteins is going to be number three white fish chicken breast turkey breast things like that this is all about the protein we just want to make sure that we're getting ample amounts of protein up to about a gram per pound of your body weight every single day it's going to help with thermic effect it's going to help with your recovery process it's going to help build bigger muscles it's going to help with immunity it's going to help with brain function and it's not going to get stored as body fat so again I'm harping on the protein sources right now. I think that's a huge one. Like we want to make sure, because again, I'm always going back to what's the most important if we're starting at the top and working our way down. Calories are going to be something that's probably most important in terms of body composition. But in terms of like health, I do think getting a really good protein in there that's going to help with just the structure, the rebuild, the repair of your entire body. It's going to help with your metabolism, your immunity, your brain function, all that stuff, like I said. So it does become super important. So we want to make sure that we're really loading up on our proteins. The white fish, the white meats are a really low calorie, high protein way to do that. There's really no fats associated with that and there's no carbs. So you're getting essentially purely protein based food. You're gonna get all the benefits of that. And then these also have a lot of vitamin B12 in them as well. So we can help improve our energy levels. So again, all, all good things that we wanna focus on. And then the last protein source here that I wanna cover is eggs, all right? So eggs are another one that's a little bit like, I hate to even say it's controversial, but it is a little controversial in the fact that a lot of people hear things like, oh, you just shouldn't eat eggs or whatever. They're bad for you. They're high cholesterol. At one point, people were even saying that eating eggs was the same as smoking a cigarette. Like there's been a lot of things that eggs have got, you know, they, they go high and low. They get put through the ringer a little bit. So I do want to say this, eggs are an excellent source of protein, super bioavailable, so like easily for easy for the body to digest and absorb protein, and a great source of some really great fat-soluble vitamins and minerals, all right? So choline being the biggest one. Choline is rich in egg yolks. It's one of the easiest ways for us to get choline, and choline is vital for our brain health. It's vital for nerve function and is vital for metabolism. There's probably not a whole lot of other foods that you might be consuming 
that are rich in choline. So that is why I have three eggs every single day so that I can take advantage of that choline intake. And then you also get all the fat soluble vitamins from the yolk. I will say, do the whole egg. Don't just do the egg white. They've done studies on this. People who eat the whole egg actually get better muscle protein synthesis. They will build more strength. They will build more muscle over time than people who are only doing the egg whites. And also people think that all the protein comes in the egg white. It doesn't. An egg has about six grams of protein. Three of those grams are in the whites. All right. Three of those grams are actually in the yolk. Okay. It, it's a 50-50 split, but then the yolk has all the, all the nutrients as well. All right. So the white is purely protein. The yolk has protein plus all the vitamins and all the minerals that we want to take in. Another really great source for B vitamins. And then we can also get some fat soluble vitamins like vitamin A, vitamin E, things like that. All right. So we do want to make sure that we are consuming some eggs. Some people are intolerant to these. I don't know if you necessarily need to eat three every day like I do. Um, but incorporating them throughout your week is going to be a really great low carb, high protein source, um, to add to your diet and highly nutrient dense. So those are our protein sources. We want to do more red meat, more salmon, more white fish and, and white lean proteins like chicken and turkey. And we want to get eggs. All right. So that in terms of proteins, those are my top ones that I'm going to recommend to everybody. Those are the ones that I consume on a regular basis. Those are the ones that I'm asking my clients to consume on a regular basis for all the benefits that I just discussed. Now we're getting into our berries. So this is just berries is to me such an underrated thing. A lot of people now are starting to avoid fruits and all this stupid stuff. Even if you're going to reduce the amount of fruit you're eating, do not reduce the amount of berries you're eating. Double, triple, quadruple the amount of berries you're eating right now, okay? For a bunch of different reasons. They are absolutely packed with antioxidants and everybody wants reduced inflammation. They want better immune function. They want a better chance fighting against disease and whatnot. This is exactly what all these antioxidants are going to do for you. They're also rich in vitamins like vitamin C. So we want to make sure that we're taking advantage of these. Another great thing about your berries are they're high in fiber. People who are worried about carbohydrates or sugar or whatever, Berries are lower in sugar and they're higher in fiber. So they're, they're going to help balance your blood sugar and they're going to help with your satiety. They're going to help with your gut health. They're going to help with your digestion, all these different things that fibers are going to do. Okay. Beyond the antioxidants and the fiber and all the vitamins and minerals that we're going to get from these things, they are also super rich in phytochemicals, compounds that there's a, a whole bunch of different ones, right? Depending on the color and the, and the type of the berry that you're eating but all these different phytochemicals have like a bunch of great health benefits. And this is something that's actually a little bit like newer, I would say in the research where they're just starting to uncover all of the, the great benefits of these phytonutrients. But it, it's one of those things where you do it because you know that the benefit is amazing. Like blueberries being like a real brain health superfood and things like that. We want to make sure we're taking advantage of that. So we can get all those antioxidants for anybody who's worried about inflammation or disease or free radicals building up in the body or anything like that make sure you're getting your berries in to battle against all that stuff make sure you're getting your berries so you can increase your fiber which is going to increase your gut health it's going to improve your digestion it's going to help your blood sugar regulation it's going to help your satiety all these amazing things so berries to me are a must those are something you're going to want to be doing every single day whether it's breakfast lunches snacks whatever get your berries in there include those. Here's one that maybe you haven't thought of. Beets. Beets are one of my favorites. A super nutrient dense food. I'm always big on deep dark colors. So how are we going to get some deep dark reds in the system? Get the beets in there. So beets are a natural source of nitrates. So what does that do? That helps improve your exercise performance and it can help reduce your blood pressure 
and it enhances blood flow around your body. So a lot of people are taking these pre-workouts that they increase the nitrate content in your blood. You can actually just take a beetroot powder and it's gonna do the same thing. And it's gonna be a lot more beneficial. It's gonna be a lot safer in terms of your health. And if we're eating the beets, we're gonna get all the nutrients, all the fibers and stuff. Beets are also very rich in fiber, which is gonna help our gut health, help support digestion, all these great things. And they're rich in folate. So folate is one of these things that actually helps with production of our DNA synthesis. Helps with cell growth, helps with tissue repair, all these different things. If you are a female and you are planning on having a child or you are <laughs> currently pregnant, folate is, a, is an extremely important nutrient to get making sure that, that you're getting your beets in there is never going to be a bad idea. And for guys, it's really just great as like a pre-workout. Again, get some extra oxygen in the blood, expand the blood vessels, improve your blood flow, all these different things that we all want. Reduce blood pressure, all these things that are super important. So make sure we put beets on the list. I think those are one of those things where I get a lot of pushback on fish. I get a lot of pushback on beets. Oh, I don't like beets. It's like tough shit. They're like a plant. They taste like dirt. Just eat them. Put them in your mouth, chew them. They're really not that bad. I will say the beetroot powder, not great, but you can buy like Beet Elite or I think it's, I forget what the other one is, the other brand, but they're like flavored a little bit and they're really actually pretty easy to drink. So make sure we're getting in on top of the beets. Next, going down the line, we're going cruciferous veg, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, all these different things. Amazing source of fiber and an amazing source of something called sulforaphanes, all right? So these sulforaphanes, they actually help your body produce your master antioxidant, and they're just very vitamin and mineral rich. So cruciferous veggies are rich in vitamin C, they're rich in vitamin K, and a bunch of other nutrients that help uh, contribute to immune function, they help with bone health, and they help with overall vitality. So I think that's a big one, is that sometimes people will avoid cruciferous because they don't want to get gassy, or they don't want to get bloated or anything like that. But I think the, the upside is so great that even if we can find little ways where we can plug these in, so you do little bits here, little bits there, maybe we don't want to overload specific cruciferous veggies or whatever, but we certainly do want to have those in our diet, all right? Making sure we're doing more broccoli, more cauliflower, more Brussels, things like that. I like asparagus. I don't think it's even a cruciferous, but I throw it in the mix with those as well. Making sure we're doing those types of, of uh, vegetables are uh, super important. So between the fiber, between those sulforaphanes and everything else, we want to make sure we're doing our uh, cruciferous veggies on a consistent basis. And then next one is leafy greens. Leafy greens, spinach, kale, Swiss chard, all these things, packed with vitamin A, C, K, it's got iron, it's got calcium, it's got a ton of antioxidants again. So you notice how antioxidants are becoming a really like common theme of all these things. So between our berries and between all our vegetables, we're loading our body with antioxidants, which means we're loading it with the ability to fight free radicals, to fight inflammation, to fight disease. These are exactly what we want. And they're all super low calories and high volume. So we can eat a pile of veggies, we can eat a pile of berries, and we're not gonna consume a pile of calories and then we get all the satiety, all the fiber, all the antioxidants, everything we can get from those things. And it, it really is gonna play out really positively in your desire to build the body that you want because you're gonna flood your body with nutrition, you're gonna nourish the hell out of yourself, but you're not gonna overconsume on calories. And that's obviously the thing that prevents people from hitting their ultimate goals is their food quality is low, so they're not nourishing their body, but their calorie intake is high. So they're putting themselves in a position where they're potentially building fat mass but they're getting none of the nourishment. So they're not taking care of satiety, they're not taking care of gut health, they're not reducing inflammation. 
all these different things. So if we can start doing more veggies and more berries, we can really take advantage of that. And then that kind of leads to what I always coach my clients on, which is to always aim for these three things. So you want a, a dark leafy green, you want a cruciferous, and you want a variety of a few different colorful veggies and berries daily. That's the daily requirement that I ask everybody to hit. And that's not too hard. Throw some spinach or kale into something, throw a cruciferous in at lunch or dinner, some broccoli, some cauliflower, some Brussels sprouts, whatever, and then get a couple colors throughout your day, whether that's some beets, you throw some carrots in there, you get some tomatoes, you get a yellow or a red or a green pepper, things like that. It's all going to help improve the nutrient quality. It's all going to load up the fiber. It's going to load up the antioxidants. And these are all the things that we want to build the healthiest body possible. So we pair that with now our proteins. And those are the two things that are going to make the biggest impact on our health, on our wellness, on our vitality, on our immunity, on our brain function, on our energy levels, on our sleep, you name it. These are the things that are going to make the most massive impact. And then the last couple here, seeds. So I know seeds are one that don't get a lot of love. People don't eat a lot of seeds, but... Honestly, they are a sleeper in terms of the health benefits they have. So the one that I love the most is pumpkin seeds, which is a really great healthy fat. So remember when we were talking about protein at the beginning, I said I'm not really a big fan of people getting uh, a large amount of fats from animal-based sources. So because of that, we got to find a, a good quality fat source. So avocados are a good one. I love seeds because of the variety that they can bring to your diet. So they're going to bring a really nice healthy fat. Some good heart healthy monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats. The cool thing about your pumpkin seeds is that they're high in magnesium. So magnesium is something that's super important for muscle and nerve function, bone health, energy metabolism. It's literally responsible for like more than 300 different reactions, enzymatic reactions within your body. Magnesium gets used in a lot of different ways for a lot of different benefits. So we want to make sure that we're getting adequate magnesium and pumpkin seeds can be a really good way to do that. Also zinc. Zinc is something that's also very important to your immune health, wound healing, and just general health. Even like testosterone levels for men, like you want to make sure that you have adequate zinc levels in your body. Pumpkin seeds are a great way to get some zinc and some magnesium, which has a massive impact on the body, and then healthy fats for fuel. And then chia seeds would be the last one. Chia seeds are rich in omega-3s. They're a nice plant-based source of omega-3s. It's actually ALA. With our omega-3s, we want EPA and DHA. Now, ALA is a really good plant source of omega-3 that you'll find in these chia seeds, but it just has to be converted from the ALA, so it takes an extra step, but it's definitely one of those things that's super important to have within your body or have in your diet so you can get that stuff into the body, obviously making sure we've got adequate omega-3s, so that's going to contribute to your heart health, it's going to continue to contribute to anti-inflammation, it's going to contribute to brain health, all these great things. Chia seeds, high in fiber, so it's a high in soluble fiber, which helps digestive health, and it helps maintain your blood sugar levels, and then again, high in antioxidants. So if you wanna go down this list, we started with proteins. Proteins provided us with the protein that our body needs for structure, for function, all these different things. Then we got into veggies and berries. The main things there was vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. And then we worked our way down to the seeds, which again is still vitamins, minerals, and fiber. So the veggies and the berries were vitamins and minerals, antioxidants, and fiber. And then we worked our way down to the seeds, and it's the exact same thing. It's antioxidants, it's vitamins and minerals, and it's high fiber, all right? Those are the things that are going to make the most massive impact on your diet. Get a diet that is high in protein and then is accompanied by a high volume, high fiber, high nutrient-dense foods, all right? So if we can get those two things figured out, we're going to be in a really good spot. Those are my top 10 foods. These are the things that I'm recommending you do every day, and how do we get these in, right? Like, I think it's very easy just to make sure that we're including these. Chia seeds, pumpkin seeds can easily be thrown. Pumpkin seeds can be eaten as a snack. 
I like to make, recommend mixing these into shakes in the morning, right? So you can actually beef up your protein shake where you throw in a couple scoops of protein, you throw in some berries, and then you throw in some spinach and some pumpkin and chia seeds, and you've got yourself like a super powered breakfast. That would be a great way to get all this stuff in. With the red meat, that's one of those things where I don't think there's anything to fear, nothing at all to fear, as long as we're making sure we're taking care of the saturated fat intakes. Start to incorporate, even if it's like a 96.4 ground beef or something like that, start to incorporate a pound of that a week or something into your diet. Spread it out over time. It's going to provide a ton of iron. It's going to provide a lot of B12. It's going to provide a lot of nutrients for your body that potentially it hasn't been getting if you haven't been avoiding that. Salmon. If you don't want to cook it at home, I always recommend for anybody who wants to start to eat more fish, order it. Order it at restaurants. So when you go to a restaurant next time, order a side of salmon along with a meal. So if you don't love it, you're still going to have that whole other meal with it. But start getting warmed up to fish at restaurants because they get a professional chef to cook that stuff at the beginning. And then it just becomes a lot easier. All right. Same with your white fish. I think most people are good with their lean white meats. And then obviously berries beets and our veggies, those are just things where we can be incorporating these frequently throughout our day and we should be, right? So I would say like every meal's gotta have some color. You know, at lunchtime, if you normally do like chicken and rice, throw some spinach in there, throw some broccoli on top. It's not adding calories, it's really just adding nutrition. So we wanna make sure we add that. Throw berries into a snack, throw berries into a shake, all these different things. Your beets, put your beets into a salad. If you gotta blend them into your shake, blend them into your shake. Whatever it takes, we want to make sure we're, inc we're increasing our veggie and our berry intake. Eggs are my favorite breakfast, 100%. You can mix eggs into anything. And even if I do a lot of like stir fries, if you're doing a lot of meats and stuff, you can always in incorporate some eggs in there. They're also a really easy travel snack, so you can do hard-boiled eggs and bring them with you. And maybe that can be your afternoon snack. Two or three hard-boiled eggs along with some berries or some nuts or something like that would be a great option. So those are the types of things that we want to be consuming every day. And those are some ways that we can get them in a little bit more. All right. So that's that for today. If you guys have questions or anything, so for those of you who are on IG watching, if you're not in my Facebook group, hop over to my Facebook group because I do Q and A's in there every week. So like I put up a Q and A post and there's just a thread and you can ask whatever questions you have. Instagram, I might put up Q and A's sometimes, but I don't do it as frequently. Maybe I should start, but hop over to that Facebook group, get in there because that's super helpful. We all need help. So if this is something you struggle with, what's better than investing in yourself and your health and your wellness? I'm always here to help. Please note that this podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The information shared on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be used as a replacement for the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider. Additionally, the opinions and strategies discussed on this podcast are those of the guests and host, and do not necessarily represent the views or endorsement of the podcast or its creators. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.